Hello, everyone. This is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth a Million, and I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us on the program today. One of the biggest debates for the Jets coming into the NFL draft is what to do with the 11th overall pick. There's been a wide debate about whether they should take one of the top receivers in the draft or go offensive lineman to help protect Sam Darnold. Now, while either pick will be lauded by the fan base and will be much needed, the biggest question is what to do with that pick. But not only that, this is a whole entire draft. The Jets have multiple picks, especially in the third round of this year's draft, and will have a lot of holes to still plug despite doing a good job in free agency of shoring up the offensive line. But without further ado, let's dive into what not only will the Jets do at the 11th pick of the draft, but what they will do in the entire draft. As Rich Sports Talks presents New York Jets Mock Draft 4.0. In the first round, the New York Jets will select Jerry Judy, the wide receiver, out of Alabama. This has been a receiver that the Jets have been closely monitoring. They've had a private workout with Judy. And even though I still believe that offensive line will be a priority in this draft, with the patching that Joe Douglas has done in the offseason to the offensive line and losing Robbie Anderson, it will be too hard to pass up a receiver that will be a bona fide number one receiver like Jerry Judy. Not only is he a fast receiver, not only is he a productive receiver, he can run a bunch of different routes, which is key, especially when you're looking to upgrade the position. Right now, wide receiver not only in terms of talent, but depth is one of the weakest links for the New York Jets. I understand a left tackle would be great here, but when you look at the work they've done in the offensive line, and I know it's nothing special in free agency, that has been the priority in free agency. And while I still think you will see the draft utilized for the offensive line with such a dearth of weapons, they need to give Sam Darnold someone to throw to, someone to stretch the field, and Jerry Judy can slide in, be the number one wide receiver for the New York Jets on day one, and help with his development. Never forget this. What did the Arizona Cardinals do this year? They got more weapons for their young quarterback. You not only need protection, but you need to give them weapons to help them be productive, and Jerry Judy could be the best weapon in the entire NFL draft. In the second round, I have the Jets going with Christian Fulton, the cornerback out of LSU. Ah, a pick that would make Jamal Adams smile. Now, Fulton had troubles earlier in his career, but he's been highly productive for the Tigers over the past couple of years, including 14 pass defenses and an interception during this past year. He is a press-style corner with great speed, and while he didn't have the most productions in terms of interceptions in college, he can be a productive pro, and if the Jets can get him in the second round, he will be a day-one starter at cornerback. Now, the Jets, this was a position of need last year. They can address it here in the draft, and I understand that there's still a need for offensive line. There's still a need for other positions. But when you look at the two weakest links on the Jets right now in terms of not only depth but talent, cornerback and wide receiver are that, and the Jets addressed that in the first two rounds. In the third round, I have the Jets going with Julian Aquara, the edge out of Notre Dame. I understand that they brought back Jordan Jenkins. But this is a team that needs pass rushing. Aquar had four sacks and two forced fumbles in nine games before a broken fibula. And if he was not injured, he probably would have been a high second round pick, maybe even a late first round pick. He's a very good edge rusher. Now, he needs to develop more of a skill set, but you have a great defensive coordinator that can help him with that. He's a very good athlete, can bend the edge and get off the corner. Look, the Jets, they need a pass rusher, and I understand offensive line is key, but I do think that they will address the offensive line. Some projects later in the draft, I will get to that, but the first step is finding some key pieces for the defense and for weapons for Sam Darnold, which leads us to the Jets' second third-round pick, Donovan Peoples-Jones, the wide receiver out of Michigan. I really like this kid. Very good athlete. Ran a 4-4-8 at the Combine. 
limited last year because of an injury, could have been a higher pick, but very good dynamic receiver and punt return, explosive player that can stretch the field. He does need to improve the route tree, but when you get a guy like Jerry Judy in the first round that can run a more wide branch of a route tree, you can get a guy who can be more of a burner, more on the outside, limited with routes, but still, you can put him on the outside, line him up to stretch the field, you move Jamison Crowder on the inside, and all of a sudden, you have a pretty solid wide receiver group. Look, I like Quincy Anuma. I think he can be a productive player, but you look at the injury history that he's had and the neck injury, you can't be relying on him to come in this year. You can't rely on him to play 16 games. It's just not in the cards the way it's been the last couple of years. I really don't believe that as an organization, the Jets can trust him to stay healthy. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. And with Peoples-Jones, I think this is another dynamic wide receiver. You get a guy that can return kicks, a guy that can stretch the field, and all of a sudden, you look at that trio of wide receivers, looks like Sam Darnold has some nice weapons. In the fourth round, I have Hakeem Adinji, the Kansas offensive tackle. He's a good fit for the zone blocking scheme, probably fits a little bit more at guard, but has experience playing left and right tackle. And if you look at the linemen that Joe Douglas picked up this offseason, they have one thing in common. They are versatile. They can play multiple positions. He's of the mindset, I don't care if you can only play left tackle. I want the five best offensive linemen that can fit in. He's got quick feet. He's a good athlete. He can play that left tackle. He was a four-year starter at Kansas. Highly productive. And this is another thing you have to keep in mind, too. You are going to be looking for players because of the whole coronavirus situation. You're going to want players that have had more experience, that have had more reps, because they're going to be hitting the ground running, and we don't know how many OTAs they're going to get, and we don't know how many off-season workouts they're going to get. So usually if you had a younger kid who maybe didn't get the reps, but you thought you could work with him, Probably not a great case this offseason. You're going to want for, look for more seniors with a lot of starting experience. Hakeem has that versatile offensive lineman, and I understand that the Jets could have taken an offensive lineman earlier, but when you look at this offseason, they put an emphasis on the offensive line and free agency. While I do think the Jets could potentially get an offensive lineman in the first two rounds, there's so many other holes on this team that are desperately needed, and if you can get a nice project like Hakeem, a guy that you can develop into potentially a starter down the road, but at least a solid backup is good, especially here in the fourth round. In the fifth round, I have the Jets going to the FCS. Cam Gill, the outside linebacker from Wagner. Ah, a little bit of a hometown flavor, huh? Back-to-back NEC Defensive Player of the Year, 20 tackles for a loss, 9.5 sacks, and 60 tackles. Over the past two seasons, he's had 23 sacks. 6'3", 240 pounds, he projects as a situational pass rusher at the next level. And this is a kid I really like, highly productive in college, even at the FCS level. And I understand that I already have the Jets taking an edge rusher earlier, but they have been woeful in the pass rush. And even if you get a guy that can come in 5-10 to snaps a day and be productive and be able to get after the quarterback... That is essential, and this is a kid, he lit up the East-West Shrine game. He was highly talked about, very productive, was doing a very good job in the drills. This is a kid that is a little bit under the radar, and later in the draft, especially here on the third day, this is when you start looking for some of these smaller FCS schools, and you look at the build, you look at the production, even though the talent level is less, you look at the resume, you look at what his upside could be, and here in the fifth round, if you can get a productive pass rusher or even a situational pass rusher for certain sub-packages, that is a key to get here in the fifth round. In the sixth round, we're going more offensive linemen. Brandon Bowen, the offensive tackle of Ohio State, played 12 of 13 games after missing 2018 with an injury. 
second All-Big Ten tackle after Tristan Wirfs and John Runyon. I think that's some pretty good company. Once again, versatile, can play multiple positions, productive, coming from a pro-style system, and I really like Big Ten offensive linemen. I mean, you look at certain conferences, you don't love the offensive linemen. You don't love the offensive linemen from the Pac-12 or the Big 12 because they're throwing the ball. They're never in a three-point stance. At least when you look at Big Ten offensive linemen, they're more used to pro-style systems. They're used to getting their hand on the ground. They're used to firing off the ball. You don't have to teach them as much. And once again, this is going to be a crucial offseason for the NFL. You need guys that you can't just teach. You can maybe work with them, but you need guys that have had experience, that know how to be professional, that have gotten the reps in college that can help contribute right away because this is going to be a limited offseason. And you need guys that can come and make an impact right away. Bowen could be a nice backup and another piece on the offensive line and another guy that they can look to see if he can compete. And finally in the sixth round, I have them going with Dre Brown, the running back out of Illinois. A 5'11", 210-pound running back and kick returner. He was limited with injuries and was kind of limited also because they ran a multiple running back system out of Illinois. Not exactly a 20-carry bell cow there, but you look, he had a 4'5 at his pro day. High character kid, can be a gunner on special teams. And look, they need some depth at the running back position. And I understand that Le'Veon Bell, you're hoping for a big breakout year with the updated offensive line. But the issue with that is you also need some guys that can take the load off him. Blau Powell's likely not back. And you look at the running back situation outside Ty Montgomery, they need some depth there. And you need a running game to take some of that pressure off Sam Darnold. I'm not saying Brown's going to come in and be an immediate impact. But you can get a guy that they know can be a special teamer. When you're looking at guys in the sixth round, not only can they play, but can they help us on special teams? Brown can be a gunner. He can be a returner. That increases his value. It makes more sense to give him a roster spot, which for six-round picks is invaluable. And that's our list. What do you think? Do you think the Jets should take an offensive lineman in the first round, or should they take a wide receiver? Should they take an offensive lineman in the first two rounds? What do you think of the offensive line progress throughout the offseason by Joe Douglas? Make sure to comment below. Would love to get your feedback, and would love to hear who you would like to see the Jets take in the first three rounds. If you have the four players that the Jets should take in your opinion, please write them down in the comments. Once again, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our latest content on the New York Jets, the NFL, and of course, the NFL Draft. As that is fast approaching, we will have more mock drafts, so hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of it. But until next time, I'm Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.